Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. All right. Jimmy Toscano surprising me. No hard hat despite getting oh, a hard hat. Oh, jeez. What the heck? Des- despite getting a hard hat. You know what? There it is. Dude, you didn't tell me. You didn't remind me. I, you know what it is? I'm not used to wearing it. I did, but it was during the time that you couldn't hear me, and I, and I said it immediately. I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? You put the hard hat over the headphones, huh? Okay. No, I got uh, the headphones like kind of like in that's the back cool. here. Little yeah, back. they came to work. They came to yeah. You know what? They told the Heat not to let them get one, John. They told them, don't let us get one all day is what I, I heard that today. You know... <laughs> It's pretty funny, though, that you had A-Rod and Jeter at the game. That is kind of funny, actually. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But um, I'll say this. Um, it was – Bobby and I did a preview, and I don't believe – it's hard to – I mean, you can't assume a team is going to come back from 3-0 down. But I do believe in the logic behind – putting the pressure on when you do win that fourth game, especially if you're coming home for five, you, you create a new series. If the Celtics, if it was three, two, you wouldn't think the Celtics were dead and buried. It's three, one, you take care of business at home. You're putting yourself in the same position you were in twice. What recently against the Sixers and against the bucks, Mm -hmm. which is winning a game six at home to, you know, something you had to do to extend a series. And, and bring it home and win. And they've done that twice. Uh, so that's not ridiculous. All of it, when a series goes 3-2, all of a sudden things change. At 3-0, it's impossible to think about it. So did they change things? Yes, 100%. Absolutely. Do you have any faith that they're going to come out and play a good game in game five? None. Zero. I have none. I don't know. <laughs> so again, I, I just me, can't I, say. I, I, I don't nobody know. Can say. What I will say is this. You're going to have the argument that's been going on for the first three games, Jimmy, has been, is it all just shooting variants? Is it a make-miss league? You heard Tatum in his post-game commentary just there, well, the shots went in today. Yeah. And that's a simple way to look at it, but it's not the wrong way to look at it. Sometimes it is as simple as that. Today, the Celtics made a bunch of shots. Miami missed a bunch of shots, and things flipped. But you can't tell me, in the first half, the Heat were shooting only 33% from three and were leading. And the Celtics were shooting 36. It wasn't the magic four. 
there were other reasons why Miami was leading. They were playing better. They were they they were getting into the paint. They were getting layups. They were getting a lot of things that the Celtics were giving them. The Celtics looked like they just ran it back in the first half and prayed the threes would fall. But in the second half, the threes started falling, but they also played the best defense that they'd played in several games. They were really connected except for a couple of times late there when they let Butler just walk down the court and and, and get uncontested mm-hmm. layups. They played a really good half. Um, and uh, that's, that's the ball game. It's not just the threes, but the threes were nice. They were definitely due, but you see how they get buoyed by making a couple of shots, but their defense was, their defense was real. Al Horford had a really good second half. Marcus Smart had a really good second half defensively, um, both on b- both ways, actually. Um, it was, and then Tatum Tatumed in the fourth. We've been call we've been calling out his name, mm-hmm. and he did it. So there you go, game five. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know a few things stand out to me. One, the Celtics hung around. They didn't let the Heat go on a massive run and then fold like we saw in Game Three. We didn't see that they, they responded. They were down six. It almost felt like they should have been down more at halftime. But again, they kept, you know, answering to an extent and keeping that game relatively close. And then and then in the second half, it was a completely different story. I thought they were the team that came out with a little bit more energy, connectivity. They were playing defense. And, and you know, you mentioned it. That's something that we haven't seen from these guys in a few games now. Their defense led to their offense. They were getting out in transition. They weren't letting the Heat score get back, set on defense, set their zone defense and totally screw with the Celtics. When you're when your Celtics are running and gunning like they were, they don't let the Heat, you know, the Heat don't play, don't get to play to their strengths in that situation. So it's all it, it's all connected. You know, you play strong but, yeah. defense, you get out on the offensive end, you keep the Heat backpedaling, and then now you're on the offensive. And then the Celtics go on their run. It's like, oh, wait a second. We're used to this. You know, this is who we are. I remember I remember how this felt now with our guy scoring. And then you get a guy like Grant Williams who you got to give – you got to tip your – you were in the Celtics hat tonight, John? I did oh it. Oh, my God. Look at you. <laughs> I did I didn't it. even know you owned one. Solidar- I, I I bought it game one of last year's playoff run when I went to that Brooklyn game and raced home and beat those idiots on the court. On, Love on it. A, you were waiting for me for post game. Victory green hat. Okay. Um I solidarity, give a baby. We're, solidarity, yeah. absolutely. Only when they win. Only when they win. Um, I can't find. The, I can't find the victory pink hat. I haven't seen it in weeks. <laughs> um, I got to tip my cap to Grant Williams. Um, you know, he's obviously taking his fair share of criticism. He's comp- he was relegated to a you know end of the bench role. Didn't play. Joe Mazzulla ha- dusted him off a couple games ago, and he still took the brunt of everybody's anger. <laughs> um, when he went at when he went at Jimmy Butler tonight, you didn't see it. Um, you didn't see him calling out Butler, but you saw him hitting some big shots, some big threes. And he's a guy that, again, we mentioned it before the series started. We thought that he might have an impact, and he is. And it, it's a head scratcher or a helmet scratcher, if you will, as to why um, he was completely, um, you know, invisible and, and not looked at at all. And, you know, that's a knock on Joe for sure. Um, when you when you finally decide to play a guy who was part of this team and then for whatever reason wasn't, you decide to go back to him and he is effective. You wonder if they could have used him a lot sooner. They're using him now and he had an effect in this, on this game tonight. So shout out Grant. Derek White had some big shots. You mentioned um, Al Horford earlier. 
And yeah, Tatum Tatum in the fourth. And uh, it's good to see. It's one game, but you know, one game at a time. And I'm not, I, I'm not I, gonna, I'm not gonna like jump. I'm not gonna, you know, bet the house in the Celtics here. It was good to see them not go out in four games and just completely just fall down the way that you know. I refuse. I refuse to say it was just the shots went in. They played totally different in that second half. The ball was moving. They it was the moving. shots. They, 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 they were, were driving, moving. kicking out. Yep. Yes. It was completely different than just whip it around the perimeter and take the first slightly open look you see. It was completely different. With the exception of a couple of Tatum pull-ups, most of these were three earned threes. Okay. Swung to the open guy. Even the misses were good. Smart missed a couple late. Those were good looks mm-hmm. in terms of the flow of the offense. That's what you're trying to get at. That's what they want to do. Completely different the way they went about it because they moved the ball. They got open shots. One of the reasons, one of the things before, at least in games one and two, Jimmy, it wasn't just not making them. They weren't taking them. My, they mm-hmm. couldn't even get free for them. Um, yeah. So it makes a big difference. It was, they were able to work the ball around to get good looks tonight. It was completely different than how they'd been playing uh, the rest of the series. And yes, the shooting numbers have flipped. Did the shots just happen to fall or did the Celtics earn their shots? Did they earn their makes? Did they earn it on defense, limiting Miami and what they were open, uh, what, what they were able to do? In the second half, absolutely. In the first half, a lot of gimmies, you know? They still had a 30-point first quarter, 56 points at the half, and Miami wasn't even shooting well. Well, they shot 52 from the field, but they weren't shooting the three. They just gave up layups and and, and open looks, and they were given given them access to the paint whenever they wanted it. Mm-hmm. They clamped down hard uh, on defense. So both of those things happened. They kind of trusted the process, uh, and that's what you have. The, you talk about you want to you want to you want you want to give out some flowers to people that don't normally get them. Grant Williams being one. If if this is the Red Sox in 2004, here we go. Joe Mazzulla, Joe Mazzulla's timeout when Jalen Brown was trapped in the corner is at least the Kevin Millar walk. Okay, right? <laughs> okay, it's at least the Kevin Millar walk. Okay, at that point, a yeah. brilliant timeout, trapped in a corner. They'd cut the lead to three after Miami stretched it to nine to start the third, and then they come out. And they get a great possession with 11 seconds left on the clock that ends in a made three and a tie game. That's Millar getting on base. And that's Dave Roberts running in there, Jimmy, to pinch run right at that moment. So that was a timeout. It's the Millar walk. That's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm giving it to. Who was the Ortiz home run? Who was that tonight? Was that like a Tatum three or Rob's dunk maybe? Huh? Later. Much later. Yeah. That's, that's games from now. <laughs> but the Malar the the, the game Missoula four is game the, four though you gotta no that's that's what happened no then after that just floodgates they did it yeah. um so it was good but what else happened Jimmy they they passed the ball they played defense what else did they what did they not do in the second half turn it over turn it over twice two yeah. turnovers all half one came late one for most of for for most of the run when they was, when they when they huge. took the big lead. Massive. So they played a cleaner, better, more focused basketball game after kind of worrying me the way they started, Jimmy. It felt, didn't it feel like the same? No urgency. Just let's just hope. Let's hope for better results. I did not see that second half coming the way they played in the first. It looked like 
Oh man, can't it just work for us once? You know, <laughs> why like, are they still playing hard? Why are the Heat <laughs> yeah, still playing hard? They're so they're so mean. The Heat are so mean. <laughs> it just didn't yeah. look like it was going to go there. <laughs> I know it felt it felt very similar, honestly. And they were down six. I thought they should have been down more. Um, I I was I think somebody texted like I don't know who it was, but basically was like I have zero faith that they're going to win this game. Um, and I think that's how a lot of fans probably felt. I mean, oh my no- god, I had to mute my phone. The amount of hate texts I was getting from every person I know, <laughs> I couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, some some of them are on multiple chains with each other too. I'm like, guys, consolidate. Like, you're, bl- I can't, I can't do this. You're just copying, pasting the same hate text. To <laughs> yeah, Tatum you know. sucks. Yeah, Tatum sucks. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> they don't I, care. I <laughs> These guys don't care. They're losers. I couldn't do it. I couldn't keep up, Jimmy. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so, again, credit to the Celtics. Uh, if they do if they do lose this, this series. This is one of them. This, this, this bastard is texting me, too. They were, they were the Afric brothers are letting me have it. Yeah. These guys don't text me about basketball. They're, they're lighting me up all night. Anyway, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, if, if they if – they, if the Celtics can't win four in a row here, if they do drop one of the heat, it's games like this that will make you think, what the hell? Like, this is, this is, they were capable of playing like this so much more often than they did this entire playoffs. They just screwed around. And that's what, that's what's so frustrating about this team is when you watch a game like this, yeah, on one hand, you enjoy it. If you can, car- if you can car- compartmentalize the game, then yeah, of course you're going to enjoy this game. They played well in the second half. They did everything we wanted them to do. But then if you look, you know, out a little bit further, you're like, what the hell is wrong with this team that they play the way they did in game three and then they play the way they did in game four? What what changed inside their brains that they're able to do it this way? You know, I, and honestly, I, I don't think we'll ever be able to really answer that. And that's why it's impossible to know and to sit here and say, oh, I think they're going to win game five or I think they're going to get blown. You, you just you have no freaking clue. They honestly, Jimmy, they're simple creatures and you know, it's almost like, you know, you give them a cookie and they're happy, you know, like a couple of threes go down and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, I did it." You know, I'm going to go play some defense now. You know, like they're just yeah. they just see one go need, in and you fire it up. Yeah. Or they need compliments, they need reinforcement, they need someone to tell them they're pretty. They need like they need to feel good about themselves to be able to go out there and give max effort. They get really down on themselves, they get deflated. Uh, they have a everyone's against me sort of thing. They sulk. They don't get back on D when the shots don't fall. I, it's a, it's amazing. It's such a, you know, it, you know, just their bad offense has such a deleterious effect on the rest of their game. They just fall to pieces. A what um, effect? It's bad. It's bad. The hell word are you using here? Don't <laughs> let me get out the dictionary. <laughs> middle of don't the show. Let me, don't let me win one. Don't let me get one. Don't let us don't get let, one. Don't let us get one. I can't believe that friggin' tired TV, like it every friggin' TV day. reporter needs to write their package. And now every, <laughs> every news director's telling them, oh, let's do a, thinking they're the only people on the planet who thought of it. Let's Digging do a up story the old comparing. highlights. Yep. Going yeah. to the vault, pulling out. The, yep. pulling out uh, Dave Roberts is off with the pitch. Think they're the only people that thought of it, and then at four o'clock A block, every single reporter tosses to the same exact story. That's what happened today. Yeah, a few of those reporters were probably covering this. I think Rochi must have been there, like I, asking the same few. questions Rochi, to the Sox players. Butchie, every one of those guys <laughs> chewing up. Uh, just, 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 yeah, just dig up the old package. 
Change yep. a couple highlights. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. You know, they did it again. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Heat tonight, they, they looked they looked a little bit more like the Heat. I mean, you didn't get the same amount of production from your bench. I mean, Lowry was not much of a factor. Duncan Robinson turned back into a, a pumpkin tonight. Um, so, that was at least somewhat comforting to see that these guys didn't um, stay consistent uh, perennial all-stars against the Celtics. Um, you know, you yep. still got a great game out of Gabe Vincent um, and Caleb Martin. And those, those are the two X factors in this series for the heat. Um, nobody expected those guys to have the first three games that they did and, and contribute to the heat the way they have. And that's why I think everybody was so stunned because when you looked at this heat roster, you said, okay, yeah, Jimmy Butler, bam, out of bio. But after that, you know, it's just not enough. And at least that's, I, I think, I don't want to speak for all Celtics fans, but I, I know that certainly that's what I thought. So, you know, limiting those guys, and again, they still got 17 to 16 a piece. So it's not like you prevented them from doing anything out there, but you prevented a, a monster game from either one of those guys. And, 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 and more importantly, in that second half, they, they kind of flipped the script on the, on, the, on the Heat a little bit because the Heat were the ones in the last yeah. few games that have kind of sucked the – well, not the last few games, the last game, game three, that sucked the life out of the Celtics. Yeah, uh, we got to remember the Celtics blew games one and two. They were they had the lead in those games, so um, you know, completely different situations tonight where they were able to extend that lead in the second in the fourth quarter in the second half, and you know, live to see another day. You know, if they can if they can just focus on one game at a time, and that's how you have to treat these you know these holes that you dig yourself out of or they, that you that you find yourself in. You got to dig yourself out of them. So. Thursday yeah, should be an I, interesting game. I mean, the last thing I he wants the Celtics you, to do is to win this. What? Fly guy. I think you're a little nervous, buddy. You've been really, <laughs> you've been really hitting this chat. With the, it's over. It's fine. Who are you telling you us know. or you? <laughs> who are you trying to convince? Buddy? Yeah. Who are you trying to convince? <laughs> It'd be a shame if the Celtics extended the series to game to five games only to get blown out at home in front of the fans. In front of the home fans and get booed off the court. It'd be the that shame be if something. they made me pay to send all the reporters back to, to Miami for game six and lose there. That's that's what I don't want to see. If you're going to do it, save me a buck, okay? That's true. Okay. That's hey, hey guys true. guys who are putting the same comment in the chat over and over, I see who are it. they? Okay. Here's no, I've, been, one. I've been actually kicking those people out. No more of those. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to mute people, but please don't spam the chat guys. We love you, but we keep it, uh, Let's keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. We got a lot yeah. of thoughts, right? Your I haven't even begun. We haven't even begun. We're barely into this at all. We've barely gone in on Tatum. I'm going to give – I'm still giving a gold star to Joe. That timeout I thought was 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 phenomenal. I think everyone was losing their shit when he had Tatum on the bench and the, they cut the lead to five in the fourth quarter because that was frustrating as hell. But he recognized it, brought him back pretty quick. It was only four, a 4-0 heat run at that point. They got it right back when he came back in, but he recognized right then and there, I can't play Malcolm Brogdon anymore. And he stopped. Adjustment. I love it. Okay? He went with the hot hand. Al was playing better than Rob. He stuck with Al. That mm -hmm. was a good move. Okay? He didn't just slavishly stick to his thing. Because I, I hated the lineup we started the fourth quarter to. When there's no Marcus and there's no Tatum, they're going to go zone and they're going to eat you alive. That that group, that Brogdon Brown group, will never score against the zone, ever, ever. So don't do it. You're giving them an opportunity to lock you down. Then when your guys come back in, everybody's messed up. 
Don't do that, okay? Learn from that from the next game. But he did. He switched it up quick before things got ridiculously out of hand. And that was a big deal because, again, Jimmy, I mean, that got to five. That was scary, you know, like yeah. early in the fourth uh, before they really kind of, you know, started knocking down more threes and run. putting it away. Yeah, they had right. a they had a million great defensive possessions in that fourth quarter, too. I love the mic'd up segment where he calls that quick timeout when they had the ball because he just didn't like the possession. That's another one on him. He just didn't like the previous possession that they scored on after Miami went down. The Celtics got the ball back. Timeout. Stop being assholes. He finally had his email moment. Stop playing like assholes. You yeah. know, like go get the friggin' loose ball and run the offense. Don't do he stopped them from doing the thing that they do, which is get into this slowdown, you know, blah. He was nope, keep going. He gave them that reminder that we've been screaming about. So big props to Joe for 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 stepping up and like doing these things uh in this game. Uh, you know, I thought. Spolster, I wouldn't say he was rattled, but Spolster didn't have answers. All Spolster could do was call a timeout every time they went on a 4-0 run. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, he called a, a zillion timeouts every time that Celtics got four consecutive points. Yeah, and Butler was uh, not really to be found in the fourth quarter tonight. I mean, obviously the lead stretched uh, to be a pretty wide margin, but he didn't have the uh, the big bad Butler magic that everyone's, you know, talking about. So Yeah, um, so – all, all good stuff. You know, he might be a little, he might be a little tired too. I mean, they've been playing, they've been playing like, you know, hard, hard as they could possibly play the last few games too. It's not, these aren't easy wins, you know, these aren't easy games to play for them. So, I mean, this yeah. could be one that they just had to give up on. What's yeah. up, Sherrod? Sherrod Blakely What's chiming up, in. Fellas? What's, What's going up, on? fellas? As you can see, I'm here in Miami. Um, we can see what that. What a game. You in the club? Uh, I, I wish. Uh, every every arena, every building, every municipality in Miami is a, is a club in some way, shape, or form. That's so <laughs> what it is. That's, That's what they true. do. But That's it. listen, this this was a the first half. I thought we we're gonna. This, it felt like Groundhog's Day. Uh, Same thing. Could, it, it just felt like okay. This is how you're gonna end the season, seriously. And the thing that the thing that jumped out to me about this game, and I and I hope the guy that when they look back at the video that they lock in on that stretch in the third quarter where they just became five defensive animals where they just absolutely I mean they they scored 10 points off of turnovers in the third quarter alone. we've had games where they don't even get that many points off turnovers for a game they got that off of five turnovers in the third quarter and that to me was the difference in this game they went on that 16-0 run but a lot of those points were fueled off of turnovers and to me that's the blueprint for beating this Miami Heat team you're not going listen Miami has shot the ball really well throughout the course of this series and you're going to have to tighten that up a little bit. But forcing turnovers, getting in passing lanes, not giving them free lanes and easy passes to the freaking basket, that's how you're going to win this. Or at, That's how you're going to get back in this series because the idea of winning this series is still too far-fetched to even buy into. But you can absolutely make it more competitive before all said and done. Back's my dog. You there, John? Yeah, I was gonna let you chime in. Oh my so, bad, I, th I didn't hear anything, so I thought I thought it was muted or something. No, I talk a lot, so I was gonna let you go. No, that's good. I mean, <laughs> Sherrod, I mean, this is night and day from Game Three when me and you were on this show about to uh, kill, you know, everybody in sight because we're we gonna kill it. each other and then we're gonna kill everyone else, Jimmy. That's what was gonna happen. That was happening. Yeah, we that was gonna happen. I, th I, yeah. think, I think both of us were really pissed that that it was it got to the point that they're down three zip in a series that. 
from top to bottom talent-wise, uh, they're as good, if not better, than Miami. I, th- I think most of us would agree they're better. Uh, and it just didn't play like it. And, and that's, uh, again, what we saw tonight is exactly how they have to play. You have to keep it relatively close. And at some point, you have to turn up the screws defensively and mm-hmm. force them and make them uncomfortable. And I thought they did that. The other thing, too, and I, we t- I talked about this in the Philadelphia series, and it's, it, I think it came to fruition tonight as well. There comes a point where your role players have to embrace a different level of pressure that they haven't felt before. And playing a team like the Celtics in a closeout game, a chance to sweep them, I thought some of their guys didn't rise to the occasion. Now, I give Gabe Vincent a pass because he got hurt and and he wasn't nearly as effective once he came back after I think it was an ankle or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think Kyle Lowry stepped up to the moment. I didn't think any of their their bench guys – Really, Duncan Robinson well again, didn't do anything. Duncan Robinson was more like Duncan Donuts. Was that Duncan but, Donuts for this game? Hey, um, so give the Celtics credit, Sharad. The thing that you led with, I thought that's what that's what I talked about with Jimmy. Is I think it's very easy to say the Celtics made shots that he didn't, but don't tell me the Celtics didn't turn things up defensively. They looked like that unit that had six guys out there every time Miami, you know. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, move the ball, you know, and, and what would normally result in open shooters or or lanes to the basket. There was a guy there and they rotated over quick and they were quick to recover and they were quick to help. Uh, and they did not leave people open all the time. Jimmy Butler could not get to his spots nearly as easily as he was getting to uh, last game. Uh, with 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 a few exceptions, they made him work. He had to pass out of spots where he was normally just turning around and shooting up over guys. So they worked hard. They didn't give up screens nearly as much. It was flat out a choice that they made that I wasn't sure they were going to make after watching that first half. Here's Joe Mazzula talking about uh, what they did differently here uh, in game four versus the first three games. And what was the difference today, and what did you see from your group in those moments where you were able to have big responses and turn this game around? Yeah, I think just um, that poise, uh, you know, the trust in each other, the connectivity. I think just throughout a game, regardless of how the game was going, those, that stuff never waned. And so, you know, listen, like when the stakes are really high and, and you're trying to achieve what we're trying to achieve, it's easy to lose those things, uh, you know, because the guys are playing as hard as they can. And so I just thought regardless of the result, the guys are stuck together. Yeah, I mean, he's right. I mean, they, they played absolutely as locked in as we've seen them in this series. There's no question about that. But even, John, just to kind of piggyback off your last comments about Jimmy Butler, even when he got to the spots that he's comfortable with and he's been killing them, he couldn't deliver I mean, freaking Grant Williams blocked his shot on that baseline. That was spot. it. And, and to me, the, the two most important things about that play were Grant got the block and he didn't say a damn word. He was so, he was so close. close. He you looked at him. Was. He looked at him. He's like, oh, I want oh. this. And he, and he just put his head exactly. straight and he exactly. ran back. But he gave him a little glance and I was like, he's going to do it, isn't he? I was like, oh, my God, don't, don't do, do it. <laughs> he yeah. knew better. He knew he's better. So he, close. he learned his lesson. That's, 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 that's what the playoffs are for. You learn from your wits. Oh, um, but this that was, was and, you know, great. I, I don't know uh, how much you guys talked about Al and Derek White. I thought – they didn't have monster games, but they did some things that we hadn't seen them do. Al hit a shot early on, which was huge, uh, because he hasn't been doing that much at all. And Derek White was very impactful at attacking, uh, trying to score, getting to the basket. Uh, and I, I, again, I thought the Celtics, they came to this game with the right attitude that they are not going to just be passive and just kind of let the game come to them. Uh, they, they, they tend to play a little bit too cool and breezy for me at times. 
they came in here tonight with a clear game plan, and that is we're going to be aggressive, we're going to be an attack, and we're going to pick up some fouls. We don't give a damn. We're going to have some bad calls go against us. We don't care. We're just going to play the game. Uh, and this is what you have to do. The, the only thing that really pisses me off about all of this is that we're having this conversation in game four and not games one, two, or three. I want to go back into the old clips in all Miami uh, uh uh, post-game stories and headlines for Miami Herald and all of those things and see if after a Duncan Robinson uh, scoreless game, whether somebody used Duncan Donut as a headline. Because if they didn't... <laughs> they're, they're idiots. If they're idiots. They'd be fired immediately. Because <laughs> that that's gold. If he that played is up so here, gold. If he, played, if he played in Boston, that would be like every other day. Another <laughs> Duncan Donut. <laughs> yeah, he, he can't play here. He literally he cannot play here. here. <laughs> oh man, this was such, uh, this was. I mean, this was just such. Uh, you know, just what we've all been waiting for all freaking series. That, that's yeah. That's kind of what I said, Sean. It's like it's so fresh. You know, if you can compartmentalize the game, great. They played the way we want them to play, but it's like, what the hell is wrong with these guys? Or they can't play like this more often? Or how do they go from game three to game four? And like, what should we be able to expect for game yeah. five? Jalen's going to be like, we got this. I'm going to yeah. take game five off and be like, no, we're done. We're done. Yeah. We're done. I, I played get... hard. I played hard for 24 minutes last game. I'm good, right? <laughs> Try. Did you get a sense like Thank you, Lynn, today, by the way. like practice or, or shoot around that there was a different mentality with these guys or is it just who the hell knows? Well, the, the biggest difference I noticed, and their locker room before games is pretty quiet regardless. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of, it was like a spooky quiet in there today. Um, like, you know, Al came in and, and, and you know, got got his bottle of, I'm not going to say the brand because we're not, they're not a sponsor, no so I'm not going to give him props. Um, but he got his drink, swigged it down, looked at me. I said, hey, Al. And he just kind of nodded his head and kept moving. And that was kind of weird because usually we have some type of a pleasantry exchange. But to me, it was clear as day. He was locked in. Same thing with Marcus. Tatum came in, put his clothes on, went back, went on court and shot. Uh, Jalen, there was a clear, we got to handle our business and we're not trying to do anything or in, in just engulf anything that might be a distraction to us handling our business. Uh, and the line that, you know, you know, Marcus uh, put out there this morning about, you know, don't let us win a game. Uh, and then Jalen doubled down on that like a few minutes later. And my thinking is this. Up yeah, until tonight, Miami, he had been like, we're not going to let you win a game. We've done that. Uh, and for, for the first half, it looked like Miami, he was going to once again do it again. Uh, so I'm curious to see how they're going to approach game five. Are they going to have the same type of just uh, angry – antagonistic or antagonistic approach to the game that they needed to win. Game I before. want them to be antagonasty. Is that a word? Ooh, it is tonight. It is, it is yeah. now. It is tonight. Antagonasty. That's what I'm looking for. Yes. Yes. I, I want that. I want antagonasty. Yes. <laughs> Good. Let's get a little antagonasty in the building. <laughs> Why not? No, you want to see that. I mean, look, that's the whole point to see that. This, this, the, and again, talking in these generalities of toughness and this and that, you know, it just feels cliche. But I mean, it's definitely been a part of the series. The Heat have bullied the Celtics and yeah. the Celtics are supposed to bully the Heat. The Heat are supposed to try to capitalize on your mistakes and, and, and sneak in. And if you fall asleep and you're not paying attention, they'll steal one from you. They're not supposed to impose their will. They did it for three games and a half. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, 
They really did. Like that first half went the way it goes for Miami. They just didn't hit as many shots and they still had a lead because they were dictating everything that was going on in the game for the first half of the series. The Celtics imposed their will. Um, right. That's it. That's the first time they were like, wait a second. You wake up and you're like, I'm like, I'm the, wait, I'm the big strong guy. Like, why am I letting you push me around? You know, like I'm supposed to be the bully and they kind of did it a little bit. And the way you bully people is not by hoping threes go down. The way you bully them is by opposing your defensive will on them and breaking their spirit, not letting them break yours. So again, one goes hand in hand. They doubled down on their defensive effort. I don't know if it's a chicken or the egg thing. Do they need to hit some shots to be in a mentally good enough place, Sherrod, to play some defense? Or did they actually Should say, we're, we're going to play defense, right now? I thought the defense got going before the shot making day. Yeah. Uh, that, I, think, I think so, too. I think yeah. so, too. But yeah. the one thing that I, that I don't think the cameras caught, certainly didn't catch enough of, is, is the physicality that the Celtics played with in the paint. There were times when Robert Williams was hitting Bam with a direct elbow to the gut, and Bam would hit him with an elbow to the gut. And you got Gabe Vincent giving Tatum a shot to the chest, and Tatum using the elbow clear out for a jump shot and did it right in front of the refs, and they didn't make any call on that. Doing those type of things is what's going to get you back into the series for the Boston Celtics. You have to play a much more aggressive and intentionally aggressive brand of basketball. You can't just, you know, get angry at a no call and then do something. No, you have to be the initiator uh, of the aggression. And I, I thought tonight was a game in which they did much more of that than we've seen in the previous three. Yeah, and, and again, I don't know what happened there. Uh, and it maybe they did come out with the mentality. It just, I don't know, the heat mucked it, mucked it up for them in the first. I do like seeing things, and I'll ask your perspective on it, Sherrod. I'm not sure if you're able to see it. But, you know, uh, you know, for us not in Miami, I know you, you Bobby, and Josue obviously are. You have a different perspective of things. But they, the reports on the broadcast were, um, during the timeout, very, very animated. People talking to people. Players mm -hmm. grabbing players, coming in here, going in on them. Not in a, like, what the F are you doing sort of way, but in a, like, let's get it going way. And Tatum was one of those guys that was that they were saying is doing it. Al, obviously. I, I want Jason Tatum grabbing people all day long and telling them what they should be doing. That's what you're supposed to be doing as the leader. That's the right thing. So, again, I don't know if you noticed that, you know, and whether or not they – but almost everything about their affect on the court and then what was reported that they were doing when they were coming off it showed a team that was that had decided we're not going out like that. It, that's what it looked like much more in the second half. Yeah, they, they, they absolutely not only played with a sense of urgency, but they talked about the game throughout with a sense of urgency. Uh, and, it, and you're right, John. It, it wasn't just your usual suspects, Marcus Smart and Al Horford. I mean, you had Robert Williams, Grant. you had Tatum, you had Grant. Well, Grant's always going to talk. But Grant was – it was much more constructional in this game. Yeah. Bottom line is they, they they figured out – and I don't know why the hell it took them this long to figure this out. But they figured out that if we simply play aggressive, play – Antagonasty, yeah, and, oh, yeah. And, and just really and play with an edge. We're going to win this game. Yeah, you have to play with an edge, and and, they, I, I, and again, I thought they made the Miami Heat pay for disrespecting them. Like Grant Williams had, I think, three or four threes, and every last one of them pretty much was open, and it was absolute. 
total disrespect. And it's the kind of disrespect that we saw in game three earlier on that the Celtics weren't able to capitalize on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was, uh, again, I, I thought they did just a so much better job of playing with and played with a much better pace. I was a little bit bothered by what the hell they were doing in the fourth quarter where Tatum was just walking it up again and slowing it down. A couple and, times. Yeah, and, and he didn't do it nearly as much as we've seen him throughout this series, but it, it, it annoys me when I see that because I know he's so much better when he puts the defense on skates and is attacking him and getting the ball up, up court quickly. Uh, but, uh, again, you, the bottom line is they handled their business. They, they gave themselves a chance to live to see another day, uh, and we'll, we'll see what they can do in game five. Yep, I thought Tatum was, thought ahead, Tatum was great tonight. No, I thought Tatum did everything tonight that you wanted out of your, you know, number one guy. You know, even he did get hot in this fourth quarter, which was awesome because we've all been waiting for that to happen. And, you know, he hits that field goal there late. Um, not late. I mean, in the, in, in late in the game, I guess, in the fourth quarter. But before that, I mean, he was all over the place. I liked how he was aggressive, driving to the hoop. Um, you know, 11 rebounds, seven assists right there. 14 of 22, very efficient. Um, and he hit his three-pointers, which uh, we've seen go the other direction a lot um, more more recently than not. So, and, and the one thing I did like about him, Jimmy, not to cut you off, but he had three turnovers in the first damn quarter. He only yeah. had two the rest of the game, which I, I thought was one of those really huge, you know, stats that if you look at the final boxer, you think he had a real crappy game in terms of, of handling the ball with five turnovers. But he had three in the first quarter, and from second quarter on, he was so much more locked into making the right reads and not being a liability in terms of handling the ball in terms Yeah, and the team was too. We mentioned it earlier, Stry, but just two turnovers in the second half. I mean, that's a huge reason for that, you know, a huge reason for this, uh, the way the Celtics were able to extend that lead. I mean, they're not giving up possessions. They're not lo- allowing the Heat to get more shots off. And, uh, you know, if they just – that's kind of like something that you'd expect the Heat to do. Like we talked about the Heat, like they don't beat themselves. Tonight the Celtics didn't beat themselves. They actually played smart basketball. They played collected, collected, connected. Even I saw on Twitter Marcus Smart sat down in the coach's chair, I guess, at one of the timeouts and was just drawing up plays for the guys. I don't know. I don't know if that's a great look for Joe, but it's good to see the team like communicate. You know what, Jimmy? Yes. At this point, and I, I was texting with a, with a former player, uh, just catching up on some things, and I, I asked him about just like like coach player protocol, and he said his last text was, "Just get the f and win. Don't matter how you do it, just get yeah. the f and win. If player got to call it." Call it. If the coach has to make a call, it doesn't matter at this point. It's how can, can you keep your season alive? Now he'll probably call half the plays for Doc anyways. <laughs> um, Jimmy, do not talk about Doc Rivers. Dude, dude, Jimmy. Come on. Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy. Come on. Jimmy. Come on. <laughs> um, so, there was so, some Doc Rivers to Boston chatter the last couple of days after after game. Stop game. it. Hey, stop I, it. I, I didn't, uh, it wasn't my chatter, but there was some I, of it. He'd be a hell of a lead assistant, wouldn't he? I also think um, one of the things with Tatum, um, you know, and again, a little bit with approach, I think he was over eager in some of his drives, just trying to put his head down and go. He actually, you could see uh, he was uh, almost changing pace, getting into the lane, little hesitation. His angles were a little bit different, just the way he was going. He wasn't just forcing into things. He'd almost get into one level and then make another move, getting into another. So he was finishing a lot more creatively uh, in terms of how he was getting there because he was able to get right to the rack when he really wasn't before. It looked like he was just going in to, um, to that. And you're right. I think they were very disciplined, Judah. I agree there. Very disciplined on the Jimmy pump fakes. 
uh, you know, all game. I mean, my uncle Mike just texted me the same thing, so I had to post that comment up. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so yeah, we talked a little bit about uh, Tatum. Real uh, quick, yeah, John, go ahead. If you you can bet the Celtics right now, they're plus two thirty to win the uh, Eastern Conference, which isn't that great. It's not. All, that's not that high. Hey Jimmy, what's the, what's the line for Game Five? Do you know? Yeah, I got it right here. Game five, the line is Celtics minus eight. Damn, minus eight. So, I, people Vegas in the chat, people in the chat are saying that the ESPN model is back to thinking the Celtics have a ninety-eight percent chance of winning the series or something. That's true? I I don't know if they're <laughs> yeah, messing with me joking. or not. They I don't. <laughs> they might be messing with me. Yeah, they have to be. But yeah. I mean, if you want to toss a thousand dollars on the Celtics at plus two thirty to to uh. To advance, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a bad uh, payout. <laughs> don't don't ask people to bet a thousand dollars. No, it's a thousand dollars bonus. You get a thousand back in bonus bucks if you do. That's yes. all. That's all. <laughs> yeah, not I saying know. to do it, but if you did, you get it back in bonus bucks. It doesn't mean you can just cash out your bonus bucks, guys. But you can rebet it, and then you can win that, and then you can cash that up. And you're definitely going to win the second if you lose the first. That's what Jimmy Toscano is telling you. Exactly. Exactly. You learn from your mistakes. <laughs> um, so, uh, sorry, we're waiting on uh, Marcus Smart talked in the locker room, uh, giving some flowers to Grant. We're going to say thank you here to Sal. Uh, Thanks, for this Sal. Generous, yeah. And yeah, he, he, he uh, Sal makes a very good point. They need to watch old KG and Bird. Is this Nick? Is it Nick Sal? They need to Nick watch old Sal. KG and Bird bird films on how to play tough and not give up I it's mean, not it's not an old enough reference for for nick that's true KG, that's kg's true. too current for nick it's 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 larry you know have you, a check yeah, it's hondo you gotta watch hondo, hondo and tommy tommy uh man i i I've, this I've, is said, too I've said it for years if, if you locked kg in a room with like rob williams or whoever those guys would just come out completely different animals I don't know. If they don't make them like KG anymore. I don't yeah. know if they come up better. I do want to. KG is a bad MF, man. Sherrod, KG. And I love that about him. I love that about him. I never thought I'd see the day. KG sat down on his podcast with Joe Kim Noah like last week. Yeah, they took a picture. I saw the picture of that before they, I, they did the interview. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but I was, uh, I saw a couple of clips. I was just stunned to see it happening after those two just going on war for like a decade. But you know what though? Their battles, I think was, was more about not necessarily disdain for each other, but just respect. Uh, KG. They talk about that a little bit. Yeah. 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 And I, I was, and again, he, he was, a, he was a hell of a, of, when he was uh, healthy. Yeah. He was yeah. a jet. He was a jet. I, yeah. I, I loved, I actually loved Noah. I loved his playing style. I like Noah a lot. I mean, too. he wouldn't, he wouldn't even probably, I don't even know if it'd be in the league in today's NBA where you need to hit three pointers as a big man now, but, like he was just tough. He would get in your face. He was hard nosed. He would get under your skin. He wouldn't back down from anybody. And that's Kevin, him and Kevin Garnett probably like hated each other because they were very similar, you know? And yeah. so they knew how to get, but that, going on a tangent here, but no, this is uh, important stuff that we're covering here. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, we could, Jimmy, I, I, I'm going to do Somebody mentioned solid, KG. Jimmy, I'm going to do you a solid and segue from your talk about Noah to a guy that was an important part of this game tonight who played with Noah. I'm guessing it's right Al here. Oh, try there you go. Shot. Yeah, Florida guy. Al Horford, 42. Al Before needed got, a good game, didn't Al he? Al needed it. He did. He did. I mean, this was the first game 
where I thought in this series they did a good job of not leaving Allen an island. I thought I thought he got Wake, smoked in the first half a few times, and again he, a real bounce back in the second. He had a tough time defending the paint. He he had to go out on an open shooter a couple times. First half I thought he had a tough time, and then he completely turned it around. He was completely different player, and, and I don't think it's a coincidence that they started to surge ahead in the second half when Al became a better interior defender and did a better job when he gets those those switches. Uh, he's uh, the more I watch him play, the more I realize just how important he is to just the ecosystem of the Boston Celtics. When Al is playing solid, they're solid. When Al is struggling, they struggle, and they don't have anything to really kind of, you know, fill that gap. And, and, and these are the times where I think so much about how different this team would be if they had Danilo Gallinari healthy, because he could give you a little bit of that Al juice. Uh, that you're just not getting now. And Rob, you know, I think Rob is, is learning a lot in this series with Bam. Uh, I think he's learning a hell of a lot. But he can't get, but when, when Al is not around, Rob can't adequately give you the things that Al does, mainly because he's just not a stretch big. Uh, and you don't have to respect Rob outside the paint, shooting the ball. Uh, so, uh, but Al was good tonight, man. He was good. In the second yeah, half, couple, he was really good. Saw a couple good. go down early. And I think that kind of yeah, helped a little bit. And, that was huge. Uh, that was huge. Well, you uh, look. What are you going to do? I, I I never liked the idea of people who do something like for a living stopping to do it just because it's not working. Like for a little bit of time. Like you can't. It does. Say that again. Al Horford doesn't work if he's not out there extending the defense and and shooting those threes when the ball rotates over to him. It's part of their offense. That like that's his job when he's on the floor there. If he just stops shooting it, he becomes Rob, and it's just another decoy out there that they don't have to defend. You can't not shoot it. Sadly, that's the same with Marcus too. It's just frustrating because you don't always want the Marcus shot. But again, Al shot shot forty four percent from three this year. Like you don't. I don't want Malcolm Brogdon to stop shooting. I don't want Brogdon to stop shooting it either. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, like he's got. He, well, look. He didn't have it tonight, but you still want him to take those shots because that's what he does. Like he's missing shots at the if rim. The guys, if the guys who do what they do for you and have done it all year don't do those things, you have a much lo- lower chance of winning. Ultimately, their number is going to get called, and when it's time, they got to do what they do well. And if they don't do it well, that's bad. And then you need to be carried by other people. But it really reduces your chances of winning. You want Al Horford to keep shooting those threes because that's what he's done all year long and he's done it effectively. You know what, though, John? The one thing that the Celtics did that was a little bit of a wrinkle when it comes to Al, and I don't know how much, if at all, they're going to do this going forward. I think they should. Is when Cody Zeller's on the floor, Al can beast mode his ass like nobody. Al got one shot at yeah. Cody Zeller on him, and he just looked at him, turned his back to him, back this little ass down and lay up. I want to see more of that in that particular matchup because that's – and, again, that, that forces Miami to do some things de- defensively that they're not used to doing. You want to make them uncomfortable at both ends of the floor. I think Al having a back-to-the-future moment where he's looking to score on that particular defender, I think that's one of those little wrinkles that you can add in game five. Uh, to this point, and I was going to point this out because it was an oddity, um, who was the only Miami Heat player in plus territory in this game? Probably Zeller. Cody Zeller. The the Celtics could not solve the Zeller problem. I don't know why that was. <laughs> well, you, you know, know what? <laughs> they stopped biting on Jimmy's head face, but they started biting on his. I don't so know. That, that, that just he, means he wasn't in for that third, third, fourth <laughs> stretch. <laughs> 
Still, he was the only guy in plus territory for the for the night. Plus two, everybody else was a minus. But that's a matchup I think that that they really should try to get some points at the rim uh, because Al's strong enough to beast mode him. Uh, he put him under the he got one shot at doing that. He put him under the cylinder for layup. Uh, so. I want to go back to that if I'm the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to look for that. I mean, look, when Bam's off the floor, you got to really get after it. You, you know, have like to, yeah. these are these are gifts when Butler's off the floor because my this is where you're supposed to have been able to win this series is like the Heat just aren't. I mean, they're down two important pieces, you know, already. Like when you're taking those one of those two guys or both of those guys off the court and bam, bam's on off numbers, bam's plus minus, you know, bam's been ar- arguably, I mean, really close to Jimmy in terms of overall effectiveness in this series and how good he's been. They should have been feasting on those Zeller, like licking their chops uh, and, and, uh, and, and going at this guy. So I would agree there, but Al, uh, a terrific bounce back game. Marcus smart, terrific bounce back second half. Uh, for someone who uh, was struggling uh, there for uh, the first yeah, half. The first half, he wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Zero. Not very good. Yeah. That was not very good, as they say. Um, here's Marcus. And let me tell, let me queue up. I got Marcus here. Um, I don't know what Marcus is talking about yet. You know, you we'll guys. We'll all find out me, together. Well, give me one second. I got to make sure I know what he's talking about so I can put it up there for you. Okay. Which you one is this? You want us to freelance for a minute? Yeah, you guys freestyle it. Have fun. Okay. You guys do your thing. Um, hey, Sherrod, what you doing, buddy? <laughs> no, Sir John, what are you doing? Hey, buddy, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing over there? Um, yeah. Here, uh, hey, it's... Before, it's, we, it's before a, we go any further, uh, shout out to Joe Sway. Today's his birthday. Oh, oh I didn't birthday. even know that. Oh, birthday yeah, so, in Miami. So, so, so to get, yeah, yeah, exactly. No wonder he wanted to go so bad to this road. To I wasn't road sure road. what condition that Joe Sway would be in before tip-off, being as though it's his birthday. I was I told him to his face, I was pleasantly surprised that he was upright and, well, and looks spry, ready to go. Well, he I'll might t- he might have I'll a late you, flight tomorrow. I'll tell you what the I'll tell you what the teenagers did uh, down in Miami, Sherrod. That's what I'm calling that crew. Um you know, yesterday when we were talking, I was like, hey, should we do a live preview pod at night? Nobody responded. And wow. then I asked again, I asked again, guys, are we going live? And they're like, yeah, we taped one early. It's exporting now. We're going to put it up. I'm like, okay, I got you. I got yeah. you. Okay. I know what you guys are read you loud and clear. Oh, they understand all too well what they're doing. With the teenagers you. did not want to be bothered by um. Yeah, Ahmed is probably uh, at the club as no, we speak. Pop, 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 pop. All right, here's uh, here's Marcus Smart. Uh, Marcus, you and Jalen said a shoot around today. Don't don't let us win one. Obviously, just one oh, game. God. But now what? Yeah, we just got to go win another. It's all that matters. You know, we take it one game at a time. You know, we understand. You know, um, the, the odds are stacked against us, but uh, we're a team that that believes in us no matter what, and we just got to keep going. And all that matters is the next game. Well said. Well said. Don't let us. Don't win. let us win one. You think this? Okay. Narr- you think this storyline is over? It's just no. Started. It's gonna be a T-shirt, Jimmy. It's gonna be a T-shirt at the game. No, it's it's not gonna be a better seller than the antagonasty T-shirt. No, I'm, I'm no. Whip, we got I'm gonna, that one. I'm gonna whip out in time for Game Seven. That's gonna yes. take it down. <laughs> um, no, uh, but yeah. Look, I mean. If we say that that's what the Celtics need in order to get there, fine, great. 
the no margin for error is what kills you. You just can the Celtics beat Miami? Yeah, of course they can. Can they beat them four in a row? Of course they could. If they swept the season series from them, would that have been shocking? Like, no, it's not. Every time they take the court, they expect to win. But it doesn't mean they will. There's no margin for error. You have another cold shooting night, Miami a hot shooting night, and you're toast. So you've yep. given yourself no, literally no, obviously, no margin for error right now. And that's what makes it hard is can you in – a, in, a, in a league where admittedly the, the shooting variance – uh, it is going to affect games, and sometimes it's just not going to fall for you, and you shrug your shoulders and say, whoops, you know, the Celtics did it for three straight games, acting like shots were the only reason. It wasn't, uh, but it plays a part in it. But it absolutely could doom you in a close one where the shots just don't drop. Uh, so we'll see what happens here. But again, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit, uh, Bobby and I, on a preview pod earlier today. It does change the narrative a good bit, Sherrod, because you're going home for game five. And again, and I keep saying the same thing, but at 3-2, the Celtics have now twice down 3-2 in a series, had to go on the road for a game six and win to force a game seven. That's against Philadelphia and against Milwaukee. Yeah. So they've done it twice in the last two years already. 3-2 feels totally different. When you go home... You expect to win this game, even though they've been brutal at home. And if you're sitting there at three two in a couple of days, it's different. The the three the three zero lead doesn't matter at all anymore. It doesn't. If it, yeah, if it gets to that point where it's three two, clearly the series, you might as well say the Celtics have home court advantage at that point because they will be in a very comfortable position, and Miami will be feeling it. No pun intended. They'll be feeling the heat, the pressure that comes with expectations uh and the celtics have shown that when they're really they're at their best when everything is up against them and they have no margin for error they have been their absolute best and and to me you know um it's frustrating as hell uh for celtics nation to see that because you're down 3-1 where you could easily be 2-2 or 3-1 you Really 2-2. It feels like this should be a 2-2 series at this point. Uh, and if you're if you're 2-2, two, two, you're feeling pretty damn good. You figure you could probably win at home one and win one on the road uh, and finish this thing in six, which is kind of what I thought it would be. Um, but they've given themselves a chance, and that's all they ever want. Just give I themselves didn't, a I didn't read that whole one. <laughs> I didn't read the whole thing. <laughs> I saw Happy Birthday just way they put it up there. Yeah. Well, the money's the money. It's Every going, 21st it's going birthday. Going to that. Oh yeah. Make it rain. So five dollars doesn't even get you a bottle of water at one of the clubs these guys are going to tonight. So that's true. But every I got, I got a bottle of water that came with the best price around. Yeah. Free, very <laughs> nice. That's great. Yeah. We're not giving up we don't give out free advertising on this show, Sherrod. Which is why the only thing you see is the word. That's free. all you see. That's it. Yeah, I, I make joke. Um, we are waiting on uh, the birthday boy and Bobby Manning to join us from Miami. I haven't even heard from these guys. Yeah. They do exist. They're, they're I will here. say I, I we, have a, saw them. we have a fun, uh, we have a very good uh, Jalen Brown quote coming, oh, incoming yeah. about. Uh, Energy shifting? No. Uh, close. Close. Uh, but, you know, one of those team meeting sort of situations oh here we go with the team meetings they did it 
Uh, you know, and here's the thing. I, we said this after game three, and, and this is what stuck with me. The, this was what was going on in my head, <clears throat> especially like seeing in the first half here is I don't believe there's two things that I don't think these guys fully realized. One, you don't have shots like this all the time. They were bo- both Tatum and Brown were born into, you know, a very rare environment for for young players young players drafted that high you're drafted high you go to hell for four five six years you're in no man's land okay you're you're not you usually don't make the playoffs for two three four years and if you do you're happy to be there you do not just join conference championship teams and that's what these guys did okay and that's been their life. They've they've been born into it, thinking that this is just something you do. I play and I go to the conference finals. It's just how it works. Five of seven years, four of six years, you know, for, for Brown and Tatum respectively. And it's not that easy. And you could find yourself five, six, seven, eight, or never again before you get this far. And I don't think they will realize that until they squander an opportunity, spend a few more years, don't get back there and say, oh, man. I really should have taken that a lot more seriously and not assumed it would happen. That's one. Two, how, what the story and the narrative about them and how it was going to change. They were going to go from princes of the NBA, ascending players, two all NBA guys, two super max guys, to you can't win with them like that. The, the the narrative was going to completely change and they weren't going to get it back until they found a way to win. And if they didn't, that was going to follow them. They're good little players. They can score. They'll never lead you to, to, to anything real. Well, it's not, it's not out of the clear yet. John. It's not out of the clear, game. but I think I wonder if part of that was like going out like this is it's going to define us, you know, uh, it, we're going to be judged by this in a very right. harsh way. And it might also be the end of us. So if we want to keep this thing going, like there's a lot riding on it, you know, even finishing with some pride, extending the series, even to six games would is going to hit a lot less. Is It's not going to hit nearly as hard as having mm-hmm. gone out here in, in, in four games. Yeah. You know? Cause I mean, if they're able to extend it to that level where there's, you know, it's a six game series, um, I, I think it, it's a lot more palatable for Celtics Nation to just say, okay, they got off to a crappy start. They made some mistakes. They clearly learned from it, but it was just too little, too late. That, and that'll be the narrative, too little, too late. Um, but they they have to figure out how, as a collective body, they can play with a consistent edge. Uh, I think that's – that. when I think back to this game and I think back to when they've been in a situation, John and Jimmy, where they've had to win, like game six or game sevens, those type of games, they play with a legitimate feistiness, edge, nastiness that you need to have in the postseason. I mean, if you watch Denver play, they got a bunch of badasses on that team. It's not just the Joker and, and friends. I mean, Jamal Murray, Bruce Brown – you know, even Jeff Green is getting it done, you know, in, in, in a big way for them. Aaron Gordon, who could make a shot to save his life, now all of a sudden he's a three-point sniper. You need to have that edge. Denver's playing with that edge. Teams that are legitimate title contenders play with a, a more consistent edge than what the Celtics are. Now, if they somehow find figure it out between now and the end of this series and they do what no one has ever done before – 
then we got a different kind of conversation. But as of now, I mean, they're just fighting just to be respectable, just to keep this thing competitive at this point. Yeah, I mean, for me, it they, they would really it would need to go to seven, and it would need to be like a hard fought game seven for me to like kind of flip how I feel about this team. If they lose in six, okay, great, they they woke up and they won a couple games, but you know, the fact still remains that they blew a massive opportunity to to go to the NBA final. So I'm not going to jump to that yet. I'll wait and see what happens. Yeah, um, but Jimmy, I, I don't seen- disagree. Yeah. I, I I would feel the same way. In fact, this team could get to the finals, win the finals, and I'll still question whether they have it in them. You know, like <laughs> I, know, I mean, yeah. because it, it, the, the, I'm not sold fully on their makeup. You know, like I don't. I, you know, sometimes we put too much stock in wins and losses, um, and I think people have given them too much credit to this point for having gotten to conference finals or getting you know to to certain points, but not actually having won anything. So. Um, I, I'll, the doubts will remain even if they emerge from the series or take it to seven games or whatever, whether they're serious, whether they have learned anything from any of their uh, past mm-hmm. mistakes, whether they're capable of kind of evolving and playing a different sort of way. Um, so I don't really know. But um, I think overall, the, me- the the national media narrative in terms of how these guys are perceived, how Charles Barkley talks about them on TNT, which matters, you know, like how they're talked about, you know, by, by other people would have been, you know, soft. Uh, and that would have been hard for them to, to shake off uh, after, after being bullied and made to look mentally weak as they had in those first three games, they had to take a stand. Uh, they really did. So uh, Jalen Brown, like I said, he did uh, talk about, uh, uh, some of this uh, here, and we're going to hear from Jalen right now about what kind of went on behind the scenes, even though he doesn't give a lot of details. Jalen, Marcus was in your ear a lot tonight. He was talking. What did he do, and how did you guys kind of, like you talked about <clears throat> galvanizing yesterday. How important was that? Because it just seems like after that, like you said, after game three, you guys could have just made your, you know, Cancun plans and you didn't you came back how <laughs> critical was that meeting and smart kind of always in your ear um like you said I think that show our character like right now you know um, obviously we underperformed in the last three games and you start to hear all these stories come out about x y and z who knows where they actually come from and 99% of them is not true at all so you know we wanted to stay together and I think that was an emphasis last night um, before we played today was make sure we was on the same page. Um, we didn't want to come out and, and, and lay an egg. We wanted to come out and play together. We wanted to come out, trust each other, come out, play some defense, have some pride about yourself, and find a way to win a game. And um, we are more than capable of doing it. So tonight we got it done. Smart was in my ear. Let me know where the game is at. Um, just keep being aggressive, keep making the right plays. It ain't always got to be um, you putting the ball in the basket. I helped us win tonight. So just keep continue to make the right plays, and the game will open up for you. And that's what smart does is just be a leader, be vocal, and we found a way to win. Lots of love for Marcus Smart. A lot of love for Smart. We we bring in uh we bring in Joe Sway and this comment's not necessarily for you, but I'm just putting it up there. We are wow. gonna say ha- yeah, thanks for wow, C V guy. Thank you, C V on on his birthday no less. C V, can you at least give us a super chat to put something like that up here? Throw us a throw us a buck. Okay? Happy birthday, Joe Sway. A buck, a buck, a buck and insult you. is fine. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, John. Yeah, thank I mean, you, damn, Jimmy. John. You, John, Sherrod, you, you have to put that up. Sherrod sang the whole happy birthday song before the game, guys. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Did he? That's oh, a, the entire song? That's a nice no, guy. He didn't do that shit. He didn't do that. But, <laughs> I sang it in my head. 
<laughs> That's what I'm saying in my head. He did say happy birthday, which is cool. And the Celtics uh, give you a bit of a birthday gift here, I guess, right? I mean, we get some more basketball here. We get some get to see how many uh, how interesting this Celtics team can make this series. And they start off with a uh, with a big win today. You know, obviously they looked completely different in that second half. Uh, Jason Tatum finally scored in the fourth quarter, so that's good, right? But um, what Jalen Brown had to say, obviously, is what stands out the most out of these post game comments. If you ask me, man, like uh, not sharing details about this uh, team meeting these guys have, I love that. I don't want to know the details. I just want to know that you guys are on the same page in the sense that everyone, whether it was event session, whether it was guys pointing fingers, whatever happened in this meeting, have it again. Have another one before game five because it worked. It worked. And especially uh, how this team looked in the second half because the first half wasn't so convincing. It was better than what we've seen, you know, especially compared to game three. But that third quarter changed everything. You know, obviously hitting uh, three-point shots. Uh, rebounding, second chance opportunities, hustle plays, and of course Tatum uh, again finding his offense in that fourth quarter after uh, Joe Mazzulla had him put him back in. Right, he saw go. Jimmy Cook in the third. He saw what the fourth quarter could look like, and uh, he he made a good call. That was another good call. His first, his best call of the night, if you ask me, was Jalen Brown getting trapped in the corner here. Yes, calling that timeout triggered triggered a run and just refocused everybody. That was, was huge. huge. Yeah. That's the Miller walk. Jalen Brown agreed. I said Jaylen that was Brown the Malar walk from 2004. Yeah, um, and shout out to Bobby for asking that because uh, Jalen kind of smirked while he was asking it, and then he was kind of just like, almost bit his tongue. He wanted to be like, finally, Joe, you know, something like <laughs> Maybe it was to that effect, but he just smiled. He just said, I really agreed with that decision from Joe. He just left it at that, so I like that. Yeah. No, so that is good stuff. And I, I, I love team meetings because, uh, you, know, uh, you know. Was it players only? Players only. At an undisclosed I, I, Players only team location. meetings. You know, uh, you know, fifty percent of the time it works a hundred percent of the time. You know, like yeah. <laughs> well, you remember the last time they you did never this? Really you never really know. Like, yeah. You're not going to hear about it if season. it doesn't work. You know, you know, about when it doesn't work, you're out of options. It's your last card to play. But when it does, you're like, well, we had a meeting, and you know, like the team <laughs> meetings crack me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when the player tells you about it and no one asks, like that's, that's good, especially coming from Jalen. I like that. Jalen, he liked that meeting. You could tell. He wasn't one of those guys being like, did this really get it done, guys? I'm not quite sure. No, you could tell he, he probably went into this game thinking that was good that we all met last night or during the day, whenever it happened. He said it happens at some point yesterday they met. So, Dude, we just got 200,000 IDRs. I don't know what that is. Sherrod's going to probably like 20 bucks. Translate that for us. What is that? I don't know, but it John's could be it's Indonesian money. It's thirteen bucks. Could be a lot. Okay, thirteen bucks, Joe Sway. I love that. I'll get you a drink. At, I'll get you a drink at the club. If somebody gets me two hundred thousand, anything, I'm pretty geeked up. About exactly. It. Yeah. So and that's like good. thirteen bucks. Yeah, yeah I immediately guys. saw John's eyes. He was googling. He was like, "Let's see how much." This is. Let me. Go. I have. A, I actually have a little uh, rate. Ca- I have a sheet right next to the. You got a converter. Right. Yeah, I got a converter right there. Hold it. Tells Joe me everything. Sway. Thoughts on Jalen Brown's winter hat look in Miami? Um, I like it. I mean, I feel like Stop he did something. Lying. You don't like, like it. He did something similar <laughs> last year, and you know he's one of those. Uh, he's a, he's a fashion guy. You know, it's a little out yeah, there. I, so. just, I don't know. It's a time. And place I, just, I don't like it. I don't like it. Just I don't mind it. It's his personality. By the way, I'm going to be the asshole that asks whether or not his hand is still an issue, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, you are going to be that. Asshole. You are. It, it didn't. Look, it didn't look like an issue when he had that dunk on Bam on the baseline. Um, well, he answered that shoot around. He can't shoot right yeah, now. Yeah, he didn't. He no. didn't. He didn't want to talk about it. Shoot around. What's up, Bobby? 
going one of, on. One of five threes, two of five free throws. I don't love that. But yeah, you know, when the, he went the to the shooting. line and missed two, it was like, oh geez. And they weren't even close. They were short. He yeah. looked looked off. Something looks off. We'll see what happens. Bobby, what do you got? Hey, good half game here. That's and it. That's that's thank you, Bobby. What we expected, John. Miami cooled off drastically in the third quarter. I think they shot 36% from the field. Celtics lit on fire and still felt a little too close for comfort after the third. A lot of mistakes in there, a lot of things to clean up, and that's what Jason Tatum just talked about. But all they needed to do was win, and they did. It was good enough. I thought the defense was great at times in that third quarter. The switching really sharpened. You saw him communicating after some of the miscues through the first three quarters and fixing those and I thought Rob was great a lot more Rob tonight a lot more active and involved Rob Grant got his revenge on Butler with the block to some degree didn't really want to puff his chest out on that in the locker room but uh, it happened scared to now he's yeah he he learned (laughs) his lesson that's because Jalen did Jalen no commented him the other yeah, day and he's, he's like no comment oh, to death. <laughs> Jalen had another funny comment on him tonight. And I guess we'll talk Grant because I always want to talk Grant. You you heard Jalen say asked about his performance when he's locked in, when his head's screwed on straight, when he's focused. Grant's great. <laughs> which mean which means there's a when he's not. Uh, yeah, of that, yeah, which 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 is the version of Grant <laughs> he sees most. Like, that's what that means. This so is I the uh, I love Grant, but you know, yeah. sort of comment. So right? we we wondered compliment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We wondered all year. I've gotten a few of those. Why Joe keeps getting away from Grant? I asked something about that tonight too. Again, because people so think he's an good. idiot. Yeah, and we thought, or at least <laughs> I you, thought, that's them. That's them from Joe. <laughs> Don't agree with that, Bobby. Isn't that true? <laughs> maybe. He was like, yeah. Don't agree with that, Bobby. No, maybe. <laughs> Stop it, Bobby. Maybe his teammates thought he wasn't cutting it. We we don't want him out there. He's got to settle down. I And, you know, maybe it's just certain teammates, but that's something that never crossed my mind. Maybe the team was calling for Joe. To get Grant out of there for you think some people are like Grant, don't ever get in Jimmy's face again. Like you think that something no, like that. I, I think he just, no, I mean all the way back to when he started sitting on the bench every night in February. Oh, right. I, I think his ways are irksome, you know, um, just to do a lot of people, and that's all it comes down to. Is like I, I don't need all of this, Grant. I just need you to do what I need you to do, you know. Like, and I do think that that just. It grates on people a little bit. I And I do think, like, people love him in, like, a little brother sort of way. But also, it's like he's, like, one of those friends you have to apologize for. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just – you got to get – just give him no time. Se- get to no, know him. Get to no know him. He's all right. No, no, no. The classic line is yeah. – the classic line is uh, – He's really he a nice well. guy, really. He means well. He means well. He means well. He's yeah. a good That's guy. Just – you got to give him a shot, okay? Everyone's got that one friend. Like, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's who he is and he's in the little – Yeah. Uh, it's a little annoying, but he means well. He We've means all well. got those guys. Just give you might have to give him a lot of shots. But so what is he? What yeah. is he now? I think he was twelve for twenty four coming into tonight from three. I got to double check that because I had it up at one point here. Coming in tonight, twelve for twenty four. Add the what was he tonight? Four, four for six. six. He's sixteen for thirty from three in the playoffs. You're a team that wants to shoot threes, and he hits it every yeah. time he puts it up. He's a Joe, versatile defender. He Joe should be ha- playing, and he should be playing a ton. Joe has some explaining to do. Grant going to zero, like 
Yeah. It seemed again, we thought Atlanta might not be the series for him. But when it got to Philly and he still wasn't playing, it's like, what are, what are we doing this here? This is who he is. Yeah. He was giving you 10 points, five, six rebounds when he was playing 30 minutes a game. And they're not flashy stats, but they were important and they were consistent. Yes, I know he struggled for a while there. But so say, consistent? I don't know, Bobby. Here's what Grant small. allows guess you to who, Guess who else struggled for stretches this year? Tatum, Brown, Smart, Brogdon's. Not even capable of making a shot right now. Yeah, but I mean, what is with you and Brogdon? Because it's just it's, it's just different treatment for different guys. Like it's what? not. Brogdon Brogdon was has been one of your consistently better performers throughout the playoffs. Bobby, he was sixth man of the year. Who went ice cold for two games and you're killing him right now. I'm just saying, you you Grant, let other guys Grant's playing twenty nine minutes, scoring zero points multiple nights. And and like, come on. I mean, like you you can't compare these two situations. I'm what, just saying you let other guys on this team all the time, and I know their guys are more statue and stature and their guys higher in the rotation. And the guys but, are but better. I, I don't think so. Grant's, really, at, Grant's an everyday guy. At, Grant didn't see, sit once last year, and now it just happened regularly this look, season. We don't agree with that. Let's not overstate the value. The reason I don't understand the value is Grant gives you um, the versatility to do a lot of different things with your lineup that they can't do. Like They want shooting on the floor, but every time you're playing Marcus and Rob together, that's hurting you a little bit. So when you're factoring in Grant lineups, you're always putting a shooter on the floor, but somebody who can also defend and someone who acts as a big. If you're worried about defense, but you also need shooters, he fills both of those needs. So I like personally, and I, I like the Grant-Rob lineups, even though Al played well tonight, when Marcus is not on the floor. And when when Marcus comes back in, I like him coming back in with Al. That way you're always going to have four shooters on the floor in those situations. Uh, and I think that that's what they should be looking to do. And then you use Grant whenever you need it, matchup dependent. It makes sense, but it's weird. It's just flat out weird. Bordering on malpractice, Bobby, I agree, that he, that he removed him completely. Yeah. That didn't explain it either. Just said match. John, you can't say that. You can't say that. You were you were you were the captain of that ship. I, you didn't want to. I didn't think he's. Again. I don't think he's. A, I didn't think he was essential. I thought at the time when Hauser was playing over him, Hauser was playing better. Hauser was giving you shots and giving you different things that you needed. They're terrified in this series. If you don't want to just play seven guys, Grant is your only option. They're terrified to put Hauser out there because they know Butler's going to hunt him on a switch every single time down and yeah. score. And so they won't play. Joe won't play him a minute. So you're, you're screwed. You have to, at this point, put Grant in there and roll the dice. Otherwise you're, you can't, you don't, you have, you have no rotations you at all. Like seven guys. Yeah. You're, you're, you're screwed. And if one of them is cold, you're playing six. You all of a sudden Brogdon can't shoot anymore and you've got to play him 30 minutes. So like you're so limited when you go that, when you, when you shorten your rotation that far. Right. Yeah. And look at the heat tonight. When they lost Vincent, it was game over. They didn't have enough guys out there and they look tired in the second half. They're they're a thin team. Well, uh, lightning strike. Exploded above what me. in the world just <laughs> happened? Yeah. Wow. Hope I'm safe. <laughs> You're good, yeah. Bobby. You're That's good. normal. That, you'll be fine. So here's a developing take. And I, I did say after game three or game two. Uh, that the Celtics would lose this in seven. I, I swung it back around. 
that Vincent thing's got to be scary if you're the Heat. And I know Joe Sway was in their locker room. He said he's fine. He came back into the game. But it was just an example where Vincent goes down. Hero just got on the court again, so he's not going to play in this series, I would imagine, if it extends much longer. Thanks, Anthony. Damn, Joe Sway. Truth. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait, okay. All right. I got you, Anthony. My man. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, Go ahead, Bobby. Sorry, sorry. Struce, from what I've heard, is playing through an ankle, and you can tell he just really hasn't made a huge impact in this series. You're missing Oladipo. Zeller's not great right now. Lowry has barely done anything in this series. So you start crossing off all these names off the Heat lineup, and you're left with Butler, Bam, Love, who hurt, got himself hurt last game and played 11 minutes tonight, Martin and Zeller and Robinson. So you're talking about, what, three, four, five healthy, consistent guys on that Heat side? What's your take? Say it. I'd be a little worried if I'm the Heat right now. What's your take? What, what, what do you say, what, Bobby? What are you trying Bobby. to say? I'm 3 one. Say it, Bobby. Say it. Say it. Say it. Are you flipping I, your prediction? I think this series could very easily go seven. There it is. And what happens? <sighs> I don't know. Corn <laughs> <butter's> always. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Say it. Well, so, time. No, Say I'm, still it. Picking, I'm still picking the heat in this series, but it okay. has a chance to go long now. It, it really does. The Celtics are deeper. Right. They're fresher. They're, we'll talk to them after the game. After a the little game. galvanized now. They're antagonasty is what they are. They are yes. antagonasty. I mean, that's the word that uh, Jalen used to describe that meeting, right? Also, Ant- another. Antagonasty? Another success no. for the team meeting. Oh, awesome. The, te- the team meeting is undefeated. Steve uh, Buckley had a great question tonight. That had the whole room laughing. He was like, "I need some color in this team meeting. Were you got were you guys in a diner? Were you guys run into each other in the hall?" <laughs> I go, "Yeah, Buck. They had a couple of shakes. They all, you know, went to the diner, the local yeah. diner." <laughs> Brown didn't share. I guess you had to be there. <laughs> Brown didn't share much, but he said they looked each other in the eye, they talked to each other. Tatum said, said, "I love you." They yeah, said, yeah. "I love you." Tatum said they they didn't want to be defined that, that, by that's this. That's what uh, well, Missoula said. The, the defined we talked about here. Here is Tatum talking about the meeting. Let's hear this. Yeah, we just uh. You know, everybody was in good spirits, right? Everybody was upbeat. Sure, why not? Uh, and, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you know, we it just tried to take it one game at a time. You know, we tried to break it down. Of, uh, you know, we, we didn't play well those first three games. We didn't deserve the win. Um, Galvanized. But, you know, we didn't want that to define us, define the season. Um, and we still got a long uphill battle to go. Uh, but tonight was a good start, right? And... Uh, Know, just try to carry this momentum towards Thursday. I would run through a friggin' wall for that guy. <laughs> Here's the thing, John. Though <laughs> that just that that just that shit just who fires else is me fired up. up? Yeah. Who else oh my is god! Ready? I'm not gonna sleep tonight. I'm ready. I'm ready to play another 48. Here's the th- here's the thing, though, John. Let's give him a little- like you see what I'm talking about. You see? You see what I mean? Let's give, let's give him a little bit of credit. Tonight- <laughs> what exactly, Bobby? Tonight, so my favorite player tonight, of course, was was the timeout Joe called. Yes, Brown was stuck in the corner. I loved it. Yes, that was go, the uh, Millar timeout. They go I, in. The, yes, I, I go, said the Millar. It was the Roberts. Walk. It was the Robert Steele. I gave it. I called it the Millar walk, not the Robert Steele, but that's fine. Uh, the Millar not, walk would set up the steal right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that. But coming out of that timeout, 
Tatum's pulling the guys together who are coming into the game. I think it was like Smart, Rob, and someone else. And he's got his hands up. He's talking to them. He's pointing at some stuff. He's he's being vocal right there. And I, I Smart explained it out there and said he was just saying, you know, we got this. We're in, you know, we're, we're here. I don't know what he said exactly, but his arms are up. He's pointing at stuff. And then next couple plays, guys' arms are up on the defensive end. They're switching sharp. They're they're making plays. I all I wanted to see was a little bit of vocal leadership from Tatum and. I don't think it comes natural to him, but he tried tonight, and he sent an example on that end. Smart said, hey "Guys, hey I thought guys, he got active." Guys, guys, hey guys. I'm gonna give him credit here. <laughs> I actually agree, Bobby. I thought he was much more demonstrative in almost all of his actions on the court, even little things where, like, he wanted the ball and didn't get it. He said, "Come on, come on!" You yeah, know, like, he was the way he was directing he got traffic. Him up the court quickly. Getting up the court with urgency, directing traffic, pointing to where guys needed to be, um, and even like they, you know, talk about on the sideline, pulling guys in and talking to them, and the communicating. Different, different dude. You guys were there. He did. He looked more verbal throughout. Yes, definitely, yeah. Yeah. definitely. Not like it. It's not. Wasn't even close in terms of his vocal in this game. Compared to previous games we've seen, um, and they, they're gonna need that. I mean, you, that's that's part of the deal that you sign up for uh, when you play the way he does. And the sooner he embraces that and really starts to work in that towards being better at that, the better this team is gonna be. Yep. Yeah, he's yep. gotta get uncomfortable, man. You know, do things that are gonna you know light us. Light a fire under the under your teammates and something that you haven't done. So it's that impact in itself. It's going to be like, okay, wow, like Tatum is he's different tonight, you know. And I saw that for sure. But it wasn't just him. I mean, Al was vocal. Marcus, you know, at the time, Al was just double checking with guys, making sure everyone's on the right page. I saw some of that, you know, especially in that second half. And uh, I think it made a humongous difference, especially when uh, Spolstra, uh, Eric Spolstra, tried to you know freeze them out. Freeze, freeze the offense through those timeouts and back came the Celtics. You know, even when Jimmy was going off the way they did, they, they survived that, went to the fourth, and do the same thing that they were doing third. Yeah, but how much of this was just the Celtics hitting shots tonight? That's a big part of it in that third quarter. I'll give you that. You know That's what? It, it, that was a part of it, but th- that shot making was triggered by their defense. Their yeah. defense right. was much more present than their offense. And yeah, they, they wound up shooting 51% from the field, but the defense is what really won them this game. In that third quarter, when they went on that 16-0 run, their defense was just just absolutely in all the different passing lanes. I love making, that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that that was the defense that we thought we would see much more of in this series. Those were two other absolutely. plays and I that's loved what scared in the them, That's a really good point. I feel like that that's when they kind of froze the heat. They're like, oh, wait, like they can do this, you know, for a long period of time. And then they turn to Jimmy and then, you know, guys like Khalib and Strut, like the, the three-point shots, the guys that were killing them in that first half, they, they just wasn't the same. They couldn't get those same kind of looks that they that they generated in the first half. But, yeah. Yeah, look, it's not – it's it's hard to not point to shooting as, like, a big deal. I just don't think – I, I you, you can't tell me that they played the same – the, the same way both offensively and defensively in the second half as they did through most of the series, just in terms of their intensity and the, the their movement, their ball movement, you know, trying to find that open shooter. I mean, these were great looks. Yes, definitely. I just wanted 
check the temperature on that because it was a big factor in things. It's impossible not to look at it, but also yeah. it's impossible not to look at it. So if that can take, like I said, John, we we did our show earlier. If the Celtics shooting heats up and the heat cools off, and man did it, this is going to swing fast because that's been a big, big factor in this series so far is the shot making in both directions. Tatum even got going from mid-range in this one. He hit a floater. To your point, Sherrod, the breakouts really helped him get easy looks. I love the uh, steal by Horford in the lane and the steal by Brown on Butler that started that transition run for them. That third was just great. What they score? 38 points in it? Awesome, yeah. awesome quarter. Especially at the first half, Kevin I thought was, uh, 12 from deep. 38 points, 7 to 12, yeah. Jimmy scored 15. Jimmy Butler scored 15 in that quarter. The, the first half kind of stunk, so that was very important that they came out uh, gunning like that. White got going too tonight, which was really important. Uh, you know, Brown kind of figured things out a little bit too against his defense as he, as he keeps talking about how they're forcing them to score in non-traditional ways, especially for himself. He can't really go right at them. So, uh, like I said, I, I heard smart – in the locker room after and talking to one of the assistants saying we just got to win a quarter a quarter at a time we're focused on winning these quarters right now forget the game forget getting a seven we're taking it one quarter at a time and you definitely saw that tonight in terms of you know you lost the first and the second you tied the second and then third you come out again overwhelming win there and then you carried it over to the fourth so hopefully it carries back to the garden because they've played pretty bad there yeah they Facts, facts, my dog. Also, facts. I'm, I'm, I'm dipping up, boys. I will see you guys. Okay. Thursday, and hopefully I'll have the hard hat on. Ah, oh, hard hat win tonight, huh? Hard hat win. You know it. Deuces. See you, Jimmy. Good luck. Jimmy. See you, Jimmy. Um, Bobby so, thought this uh, team was done. He didn't wear the bucket hat. He for, uh, he. I didn't forgot. forget. I left he, it off. Like Jimmy he left it off because he was hat. like, "This thing is over." Yeah. This wasn't a celebration. I was getting ready for a funeral here. Yeah. Uh, well, we are gonna we are gonna wrap it in just a little bit here. Um, you know, I I think we'd be remiss not to mention whether there did, did anyone ask Jalen about the 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 injury situation. Is anything bothering him? I asked him at shoot around. He was at the shoot around. Oh, you asked him. Yeah, he, he didn't want to talk about it. So I'll ask him again at some point because I think he was in. I don't want to make make an excuses mode, uh, but nothing on that today. Huh, interesting. I would I do have something on Brogdon who again came into the series with a right forearm strain. Everything is short for him right now. He's been getting a lot of treatment on that arm and again today after the game, huge ice pack on it at shoot around, huge ice pack on it after the game. Again a ton of treatment. I didn't get to talk to him and hopefully I will uh, back in Boston, but he seems hurt right now. There's no doubt about it. This isn't the Brogdon we've seen all year shooting the ball. Two points over the last two games. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's in a bad place physically, it seems like. Something looks wrong. Uh, you there, think it's physical? Sure. Yeah, I think it's that right arm. You got to think so with the way he's shooting. Yeah. That, shot was, gonna... that shot was so pure all year. I wonder if he bounces he's back. He's layups now. I mean, yeah. now he's, he's what, missed yeah. shots at the rim. I think that's the part that were that that concerned me. That could be something with his health because you got to make those layups. If you don't have the shots to fall, like he has that capability with his footwork to blow, blow by people, but he just hasn't been doing it. I mean, John, you tweeted that thing out today. You were like, "It seems like he's aged ten years in the past five days." I'm like, yeah. that's pretty accurate, man. Like, he has, yeah, he just looks like he just looks slow, like a uh, that that aged guard who's like way past his years, his prime years, and that's not. 
that's not the case for Brogdon, right? He's not yeah. he's not anywhere near that stage of his career, but he looks like that, or he has. So, yeah. That first half rotation for him was really rough on both ends. So I, I don't know what's happening. He's not in the injury report right now, but he was coming into the series. So Joe's going to talk tomorrow, and I'll try to get something on him. Okay. Um, Bobby. We need energy this time of year. Bobby. Games are late. Say it, Bobby. Celtics in. Say it. I can't. That's <laughs> all right. That's all right. It's good. They won one game, John, and I, get, I think there are some this factors here that could send this. There's some factors here that could send this along. But, but we don't know who I, they. I we don't know what they're going to look like when they take the court next time. They, they've they don't they did not get the benefit of the doubt to to have anybody's trust in them that they can. And yeah, I like the confidence tonight, but yep. do it again. Do it yeah, again. You didn't accomplish anything here tonight. You kept your season alive one more day. You, you got to do it again. Yep. At I home, where I think I saw, I, I read today they're three and four, but they do have a plus five point six net rating, which shows that they've just lost some really key runs late in games yeah. to lose a lot of those games at home. Uh, final thoughts, Sherrod? Do it again. Yep. Do it again. I mean, it's it's real simple. Your defense triggered this win, and you need to keep that as as the primary focus going into game five. Let your defense set the tone for your play. Uh, you do that more times more times than not. You're going to win. But to the point that we made earlier, they've got such a slim, uh, non-existent margin for error. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really tough to, to, to climb their way out of this one. Yeah. Yep. No doubt. Yeah. More the Joe same. Sway, birthday boy, before you go light it up, before you go light up <laughs> in my <laughs> sky here. I mean, after we get our work done, of course. But no, um, just the same thing with the the same approach with the defense, but just double down. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just think the Celtics can take it to another level. Uh, Khalid Martin going six for six again. I don't think that happens in game four or game five, rather, but He's unreal. there shouldn't be another guy like that. And I, I'm, I get the feeling that whether it's Max or whether it's uh, Gabe Vincent, maybe he does, he goes four for four, five, five from three. I don't want to see any of that. So hopefully the Celtics defense can be so empowering that it, it intimidates this team. Because again, like I've been saying all series, these guys aren't afraid of the Celtics. They're still not afraid of the Celtics. So going yeah. back home, crowd on your side, hopefully that can corral them to, to just put together that kind of defense that just can suffocate this team, this Miami Heat team, and get the Celtics out to a double-digit lead and keep it. Because that's, the, that's what's key, right? This Miami Heat team, like time and time again, has been able to wipe out their deficits four or five in four or five, six minutes. Celtics have to have their defense at a certain level where that, that that's not happening. And hopefully, uh, hopefully we see that. If that happens, I think the Celtics win for sure, especially at home. Yeah. For me, uh, you know, of all of the key stats between the uh between the, the way that they played defense and the hitting the threes, um, thing that I'm keying back in on is those uh basically, you know, two turnovers total after the first half. Um that right. What of all of the things that we've said with the Celtics uh, in terms of habits uh, that drive me the most nuts is it's a guarantee. The more they dribble, the more they turn it over. The more they move, the the, the, the faster they move the ball and the less they dribble, the better shot quality they get, the more the offense is humming. It's so basic. Like, look, shots aren't always going to fall at this clip, but for the love of God, you're putting the hand, you're putting the ball in the hands of, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, neither of whom has a particularly good handle, and they're just trying to dribble into the teeth of it. That was brutal in the first quarter. They're just trying to dribble into the teeth of a defense that knows they're coming. Don't do that. 
do the other thing. <laughs> That's it's as sometimes it's as easy as that. Well, don't I, I always find when the Celtics the thing that drives me most nuts about the Celtics is when things get hard, they lean into the stuff they're worst at instead of the stuff mm-hmm. that they're best at, which is their defense and moving the ball and trying to find open shooters. It's where they find success. Just have faith in the process. It's what Bobby, you and I said today. Don't forget what you just did. Don't mm-hmm. go once around the fish tank and forget what happened. Like, remember what was successful. Repeat it. Okay. And if you lose, you lose, but go out doing the right thing. Don't go out playing the game Miami, the Miami Heat wants you to play. And so I hope that they remember it. I don't know whether or not they will, but uh, we will see, uh, you know, uh, you know, next game uh, as well. I do have a couple of programming notes before we go. Um, as always, let me see if I can find them. Where well, I lost them. Hold on, guys. Sorry. Um, do I have it? Yes, I have it. Um, what happens after the Garden Report, guys? Do you remember? The late, 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 late night show. Late, 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 late show. Late. And now we've got reason for positivity, and these guys going to bring it here. Uh, the Celtics late. Uh, no new graphic? I, that's what I found. Damn, buddy. I like this I one think anyway. they gave me another one. I think they had Al, but I didn't have it. I couldn't. I didn't get it in time. This one's got my two favorite guys, Luke and, okay. Luke and Grant, so I'm, I'm good with it. I didn't get it. I think Ahmed had it for the promo, but that's that's the one I have. But it's coming up right after the show, um, so you guys should uh, check it out. If you haven't already, subscribed to our YouTube channel um, and for more content from Josue and Bobby and all of our other fantastic Celtics podcasters, including Asherod Blakely, partnered with Gary Washburn and Kwani A. Lunas with the A-List podcast. This thing's not over. <laughs> several others there'll be other post game pods coming out as well um you know so make sure you check those out what up max we got some work to do and max and also check out the audio version of the garden report if you didn't catch the full show or you want to re-listen to portions of it in your car you can grab the audio version as well wherever you get your podcast celtics do it they do it. Bobby Manning predicting Celtics in seven. First guy to jump out and do uh, it. Congratulations. Yep. That was my – that's all, but that's what's on the site, but I did flip again. Stay with it, my man. No, actually, don't flip. You not flipping is good. Stay with. Stay where you got. Stay where that's you are. The, that's what I'm saying for Celtics fans. Stay where you are for Celtics fans. Thank you guys for joining the chat, even the trolls, even the Miami Heat fans. We appreciate you. Even the people, yeah, even those of you who hate us, the people giving us 200000 of something. Um, that was all great. All of the guys who paid for Joe Sway's night out in Miami, we appreciate you guys too. We have at least wow. one more. <laughs> we will see you guys on Thursday. We're psyched about it. Um, so at least one more Garden Report, Game Thank 5. Back to Boston. Thanks to Sherrod, Josue, and Bobby doing work in Miami. Follow all of those guys and all of their written materials. Uh, Sherrod at? A. Sherrod Blakely. But what else? uh, No, man. Substack is (laughs) SherrodBlakelySubstack.com. SherrodBlakelySubstack.com. These guys, you can check them out. CLNSmedia.com. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win.